Welcome everybody to the IWO Experience, available on Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, YouTube, and Podbean. Oh, Reese, it's been a great week of wrestling, hasn't it? Oh, you know, I wouldn't necessarily use the word great, but I'd use the word entertaining. It has been entertaining. Oh, we're gonna break it. We're gonna break it all down. It's already broken. Also. Your name is Dildo Faggins. Thank you. Thank you for reminding there you, everyone there you go. of that fact. And your name is James Evans. And James, you have a debt. Do I? Yes. <laughs> Last week, James, you told the wonderful fans of the IWO experience that you would provide them with a rap based upon a WWE superstar. And I haven't forgotten it, James, so please take the floor with your rap that you've had a week to prepare. Um, well, there is a problem with this because I I forgot, Reese. <laughs> I forgot about the rap. This this is not acceptable. This is not acceptable in the slightest. Next week, next week there will be a rap. Well, it's not going to be a very good rap. That's the only thing. I'm not very good at rap. I don't you, listen to a lot of rap. You you you. Give it a week. You can do your research on rap, then build a rap from there. You get to choose any superstar you want, past, present, or future. Oh. Oh. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Right, let's get into this then. It'll be be a quite an experience, I think. (laughs) The James Evans experience. The James Evans experience. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Is that some... uh, Pepsi Max with ginger? No, no, no. It's uh, it's another thing that was on sale oh. uh, in Tesco this time. But oh, it's Pepsi Max cherry flavored. Well, you know what? Um, I know our podcast always dives off to talk about Pepsi Max. This time it's gone a lot earlier than usual. But I got some advertising on Instagram this week because it is oh. seen because Instagram works that it kind of shows you what you look at already. I yeah. got advertised the new Pepsi Max flavour, Pepsi Max Raspberry. Oh, well, I haven't seen that yet, unfortunately. Oh, why do I get the Pepsi Max advertising and you don't? Well, uh, I tried to look for the Pepsi Max ginger Morrison's the other day, and it's all gone. It's because of you spreading the word on the podcast. People want more Pepsi Max. God did damn you, it. Did you see the picture I sent you the other day about the, the advert I got on Facebook for fake thumbs for a pound? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I put that out on Twitter as well. If you want to see my fake thumb advertisement, it's at the RCB. Anyway, this is a wrestling podcast, James. It is. We're going to get into. We've, we've got some news as well, haven't we? We've yeah. we've got quite a bit of news. Do you want to start with news, or do you want me to go with news? Uh, well, well. Firstly, we've got a couple of injuries. Yeah. Um, uh, mainly, the absence of two superstars on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, which were Biggie. Yeah. Uh. And Seamus. Uh, yeah. Um, Seamus, from what I've heard, isn't only he's only be out for a short amount of time. Mm. Uh, Big E might be a bit longer. But the, see, the thing is with Big E, is once he's back from surgery, he could return on television in a more manager position. 
yeah. especially with what Kofi's doing at the minute. So I think we could see him back pretty soon. I thought another person you were going to mention is Daniel Bryan. I know we mentioned him yes. last week in the list of injuries after WrestleMania weekend, but it seems that his injury is actually quite a big one. I initially thought it was quite a small injury, but they were going to keep him off TV for quite a long time because he's been in the spotlight quite a bit, maybe bring him back as a face. But it seems like he has got quite a big injury, but no one knows what it is. No, they're keeping it very tight behind closed doors. Apparently Dave Meltzer, I saw on Twitter, has been asking all of his people who are on the inside and not one of them knows. So it is quite... It's John Cena WrestleMania 35 level of secrecy. (laughs) Oh dear. By the looks. I mean, was that very... That was something assumed that John Cena would appear. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but everyone knew he was going to appear, but no one knew what he was going to do. Yeah, so it's very upsetting. Um, Yeah. With the Sheamus injury, I kind of hope that it leads to a Cesaro singles push, but from what we saw on SmackDown, I don't think it will. Um, Big E is very upsetting, especially now, because now New Day might be the hottest they've ever been, or at yeah. least equal hottest to they've ever been. Well, you know, he uh, shouldn't, shouldn't have been doing those splits on Raw, should he? Splits, should not have been doing those splits, especially twice in two days. Very dangerous. Yes, yes. James, he needs to get on the DDP yoga, I think. Um, he, he does. James, you once told me it was a life goal of yours to be able to do the splits. I have not yet achieved this goal. No. But one it day. A, it is a goal in your life. Yeah, one day. A bit more yoga, I think. Yeah, yeah. We're, bo- we're both on the yoga train. Yes, it's, yes. It's a, it's a and lovely train. Should, and you listening should be too. All Everyone to get do- on the yoga train. <laughs> You're doing DDP yoga. I am, and you are doing random woman yoga. <laughs> I'm doing, like, all the people that come in doing yoga, they're all very spiritual. They're all into the spiritual side, so they all yeah. do the little bell that just goes, dong. Oh, my God. Uh, you know what? Oh, we keep on wandering off, but I don't know. Get in touch with us at IW Podcast. Do you like it when we talk about randomness, or do you want to see us to stick to wrestling? But I'm going to talk about randomness for a little bit, because... Um, Last week I was in town and I had a bit of time so I just went to Waterstones because I'm a massive nerd and I bought a book on mindfulness because I've heard a lot about it and I had no idea what it was and this book came with a free meditation CD and on, on my drive home I put the meditation CD in just to see what it was and it's that bell that you're on about then some fella comes in and he goes right, can you feel your feet? And then he disappears for like a minute. Oh. And he comes back and goes, Now, can you feel your knees? And it's just like, what the hell is this? Yeah, that's very much what happens. Yeah, I'm trying to get I'm trying to learn more about the whole spiritual stuff. Just to see what it's all about. Because the the spiritual people seem to have a great time. Yeah, they do, yeah. So, you know, why not get on board? Anyway, James, I've got more wrestling news. And um, your wrestling news concerned injuries. My one concerns uh, people asking for their release. There were three uh, people who asked for their release this week. Uh, One quite major. uh, Another one who I think is possibly the most underrated person on the roster. And another person we have not seen in a few months. The first one, Sasha Banks, reportedly... Uh, asked for her release during Wrestlemania weekend. Uh, we haven't seen her on TV since. Um, we spoke quite a bit about her and Bailey last week. We'll speak quite a lot about Bailey this week when we get into Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of Sasha Banks asking for her release? Uh, it's it's um, 
this whole situation is quite very com. Well, it's very convoluted. Like some people are assuming stuff. Other people, are, it's just it's. There's no solid thing on what is actually going on. No, um, I definitely think she has asked for her release. I think yeah. that is a true thing that's happened. And by the fact that she was missing off TV this week, she's been quiet on Twitter. Yeah, I it, I do think it's happening. It's uh, I mean, she she has uh, uh <laughs> been misused, I think, over the past couple of years. Well, maybe. you see, I don't know. I really don't know because sometimes she can be the best woman on the roster and other times she is the worst. And it's really yeah, when yeah. she decides if she wants to care or not. Like, you've seen with her against Ronda at Rumble. Amazing match. And we've seen her against Charlotte over the past few years and her stuff with Bailey and NXT. And it's all this great stuff. Yeah. And then you see her on the day-to-day Raw match against, like, a Bliss or a... Uh, Ember Moon or Nia Jax or whatever, and he was like, "Where is this?" You know. Yeah, I mean, I'm. It's it's uh, it's an accumulation of different things. I think. I mean, one thing is, I really think she should have a character change. Yeah, yeah, I can see that because at the, at this point, it's just. She comes out, she does a bit, and then she walks away, and then it's just she's the the Finn Balor of the women's division. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Except Finn Balor has kind of exited that that little bubble where Sasha is still in it. Yeah. Um, let's move on. The next person who was asked for their release this week is Luke Harper. Now, we haven't seen Luke Harper on TV for a very long time. He came back this week on the World's Collide tournament facing Donovan Dijak. Is that his name? Uh, It's uh, Donovan Dijakovic. Dijakovic, okay. Apparently, the match is amazing. I haven't seen it yet, but apparently it is incredible. I'm really upset about this one. I think Luke Harper is incredible and was never really given an opportunity. He had a very, very, very brief run with the Intercontinental title a few years ago. He had a amazing ladder match with Dolph Ziggler. I think it was on a TLC pay-per-view, and it's one of the most underrated matches of all time. It's fantastic. I think he's fantastic. He fully got his character. He was great in ring. I preferred Wyatt Family version of him to the Bludgeonborough version of him, but anyway, I thought he was really good. Uh, he has asked for his release this week, and I'm quite upset about this one. Yeah, it's um, I mean, he, he's been out with injury, and I, I suppose he's he's with all the the new new uh, new wrestlers coming to Raw and SmackDown, and he's kind of a bit lost in that shuffle. Yeah. So it's it's uh, well, uh, on one side, I I I kind of think well, maybe it is for the best. I think. Him on the independent scene will be fantastic. Yeah, but uh, it is it is sad, and um, it, he seems to uh, be quite uh, speak quite highly of his time with WWE. So yeah. I don't think there's any bad blood there. No, no. Um, <clears throat> I also watched the uh, you know the Vice documentaries, Dark Side of the Ring that are on at the minute. 
Yeah. Um, I recently watched the uh, Bruiser Brody version of that because uh, you can watch them in the UK on Vice's website, I believe. Um, yeah, so I watched the Bruiser Brody version of that, and you can tell he takes a lot of influence from the Bruiser Brody character. I mean, he just he looks like him a bit too. But yeah, yeah, I'm quite upset about that one. But I'm looking forward to seeing what he does next. And the final person who's asked for their release this week that I'm aware of is Alexander Wolf of Sanity. Yeah. I've heard multiple things about this. One, that he's leaving, and the other, he's moving to NXT. Right, I hadn't heard the NXT thing. We'll get more into it later on, but Sanity has been properly broken up. Yeah. Uh, Eric Young's gone to Raw, whereas... Um, oh, what's Big Dano's name? Killian Dane. Killian Dane. We don't know he- where he's gone. He's, I guess he's still on SmackDown. Uh, Nikki Cross, one second, let me check my notes. Was she given a proper home? Um, uh, no. Um, Everyone should, else was. I mean, at the, I, I think, I, I heard something that, that they're going to be continuing the, the shake-up within the past couple of days. So maybe she's been added since. Uh, yeah, well, um... Let's get let's get into the shakeup then. Let's start with Raw. No, we're not. Cause we got Drake Maverick news. Drake, <laughs> Drake Maverick. Everyone thought I forgot, but I didn't. I'll never forget Drake oh, Maverick no. news. <laughs> never ever forgetting it. It's going to happen every week. Every week, all the Drake Maverick news all the time. This week's Drake Maverick headlines is last week reported that in a dark match after Raw, Drake Maverick appeared as the manager of EC3. The news this week, EC3 appeared on Raw and did not have Drake Maverick. Oh, is that it? That's all your latest Drake Maverick news. Well, maybe let's get into uh, Smack Raw Live. Um... Smack Raw Live, yes. The Super Shake Star Up. Here we go. <laughs> we start off raw with Stephanie McMahon, the inventor of women, and the best in the world, Shane McMahon. Yes. Who comes out and is. They're both really weird because Shane is full on heel at this point, and Steph is kind of heel, but also they, they, wants they, the crowd to cheer her. They love it. They love it, really. Yeah. They look like they're having a great time. <laughs> yeah, Shane gets Mike Rome to say "best in the world" a few times. Oh no, I thought I thought he was going to beat him up. Oh, he can't beat up Mike I... Rome. He's got too nice hair. Um, and then he says to do it in French because they are in Canada. And Mike Rome says, "I don't know any French," but luckily Shane's learnt it, and he goes, "Mer, oh man," which I. I well... I think it's best in the world. I imagine it? it would be. That would make sense, unless you know. But whatever. He, um, they now announced the superstar shakeup. Uh, people from Raw, SmackDown, NXT, everyone's going everywhere. And now we're going to introduce the first uh, person to cross brands. And Shane goes, "Well, actually, not not quite yet. Let's let's have a let's have a little reflection upon the past year since the superstar shakeup." And he shows clips of himself beating up Miz and Miz's dad, uh, which brings yeah. out the first person to be shook up, who is the Miz, who has changed brand on every single superstar shakeup. He's just I I like I like this. Uh, I he's it's always. It shakes the Miz up as well. Yeah. Like, the Miz is never boring because of it. 
No, I love Miz, and I've loved Miz for quite some time. Uh, as a bad guy, he is a believable bad guy, and one of the only bad guys to get proper bad guy heat. Uh, as a good guy, he is killing it at the minute. We see this here, there's a bit of a brawl. Shane gets a bit too much on him, throws him over a barricade, but Miz comes back with a steel chair, beats the hell out of Shane, and at some point, he also got cut open. There's blood dripping down his face. He stands yeah. in the ring, uh, holding the chair aloft with the blood on his face. He looks really cool. It where, was are those gr- where are those safe tactics now from the Miz? Well, I think it was Shane's stiff shots. Oh, dear. So, yeah, I like this. Great start to Raw. Uh, Miz was not really... I don't think he was a predictable person to go across, but I think it's good. I see, I... Yeah, yeah, I think it's good. I don't know. Miz, the thing is with Miz is no matter where he goes, he doesn't really have to change up his gimmick that much. He can just stay exactly how he is. He works on Raw or SmackDown, so I don't think we're going to see much change from the Miz. I don't think we'll see much change in his position either but yeah i like this as a start to raw yeah yeah i thought it was it, it was good stuff it was um a good choice i think especially with when when we uh we take a look back throughout what the raw roster looks like now the miz is definitely welcome <laughs> yeah yeah see this shake-up was very strange because you have to take in consideration the fox deal with yes. every single person who goes across to SmackDown and every single person who comes along to Raw. So like, there's some people who come to Raw and are like, oh, is that because they don't want them on the big A show, which is now SmackDown? Like, yeah. There's one guy who went across to SmackDown who's like, oh, I see why you want him there, because he's your big guy. He's yeah. he's the guy. We'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, Miz, I feel this is... This is good. Miz works anywhere, so I feel Miz could go to 205 Live and still make it the best show. So, Miz is all good. Uh, Let's move on. Because up next we have an eight-man tag match. Uh, The first team consists of uh, Ricochet and Alistair Black, who have both been drafted to Raw, as well as the Raw Tag Team Champions, uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, taking on the team of The Revival and The War Raiders. Uh, No, no, Reese. No, they're not called The War Raiders anymore. Oh, Oh, they're not called the War Raiders. What? It is. It is time for a Viking experience. A name of which was came up by somebody's nan, I think. That's uh, someone's granddad, actually. And his name was Vince McMahon. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the War Raiders, Hanson and Roe, have become the Viking experience, Evil and Eric. Yeah, um, uh, the, this has been memed heavily yeah. over the past couple of days. <laughs> yeah, um, from the looks of things, the main reason for this is Vince didn't want the word war on the show, which in a way I can understand. And from a social media point of view, I massively understand because, for example, I think war... You know, YouTube has the list of words that if you have the word, they demonetize you or whatever. 
Yeah. I think war is one of those words. And I know WWE are one of those companies that are in with YouTube, so they wouldn't get demonetized, but maybe they would not get as recommended as much. So I understand that from that point of view. I think the Viking experience is an awful name, but I see why I didn't want to go over War Raiders. Why I mean, change Hansen and Rowe to Evor and Eric? I don't know. I do, I, to be honest, I... I can... Completely forgot they actually changed their actual single names. Hanson and Rowe were great names. Yeah. Eric is not. You, you sure? You sure? Eric. Yeah, here he is, the winner of the match and the new WWE champion, Eric. I mean, they've changed Mustafa Ali to Ali. Yeah, but Ali's a good name, James. It's not Eric. Well, no, uh, yeah, uh, I I see your point, but Mr. Um, Ali, right? Ali is a great name. There's it Muhammad is a great Ali. Name. name a famous scary Eric. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of one. No, <laughs> but I like, all all funniness aside, I as as much as the Viking experience. Is an awful name. <laughs> I saw today as well. They were nearly called the Berserkers, which is a much better name. Yes, yeah, they should have been called that. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I don't think it really matters. I don't. The the name isn't going to make the team. I don't think. No, like the War Raiders. Oh, do I? Have, oh, for God's sake! The Viking Experience are a great team. They are a consistently solid point of any takeover they've ever been on. They are an amazing team who can do unbelievable things. Put them in a match with any half-decent team and they'll have a fantastic match. We saw that at the most recent takeover where I would put them first not... Second, not maybe I don't know. First or second best match of the night is between them and the main event for me. The tag match between the Viking Experience and Black and Ricochet. Incredible, incredible stuff. It was fantastic stuff. Amazing match. They're an amazing team. This name is stupid. But on the other hand, you have someone like Mick Foley tweeting out, "Look, all names are stupid until yeah. you." get good. I mean, think about it. Triple H is a stupid name. <laughs> the Undertaker is a stupid name. The Rock is a stupid name. Yeah, Dude Love is the worst name in the world. <laughs> but I think people all... are warm to this name. Yeah, I just think it's such a massive change from what they were. Yeah, it, it, and it came so suddenly as well. Yeah, it's like... One day, they're NXT champions, the War Raiders. The well, next day, they're the Viking experience. You say that, Reese, uh, because that brings us to another bizarre point, is that they are now a member of the Raw roster as NXT tag team champions. Yes, well, this has happened before with the women's champion and the main NXT champion. Um, so there, there's a precedent for it. But it kind of gives away the result of their next title match. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's not... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, which may or may not be the... Oh, I, I don't know who it would be, to be honest. Maybe 
It could be the Undisputed Era. You see, I'm thinking now, who could take the titles off them? And there's only two teams, I feel, who could do it. Either the Undisputed Era... Or the Forgotten Sun. I was going to say the Forgotten Suns. I see Street Profits. I love the Street Profits. I think they're amazing. Every time I see them, I think, oh, they're amazing. But I don't know if they're in the position that they would be title contenders yet. Yeah, yeah. See, I feel someone like the Forgotten Suns are a team that could win. uh, But I feel Undisputed Era. See, if you do that, though, you've got to give them all the titles. You you do. I, I mean, they did say they were going to be dripping in gold at the end of 2019. So well, it, it's from, current, currently April. Uh, yeah, they have got nothing. <laughs> they got well from this week's um, NXT TV. It looks like uh, Adam Cole and Gargano are still feuding. Yes, which is good. Anyway, the match itself was a pretty solid match. Like, <clears throat> there's a lot of talent in this in this match and it was fun but I feel I was not paying attention to the match because Viking experience yeah that kind of took away from the match for me (laughs) just I was still laughing at the name Viking experience but as as much as the the match ended (laughs) yeah we need to just get over this and then we'll be fine but it's going to take quite a bit of getting over because it's such a bad name. Yeah. But, anyway. It's uh, a yeah. name. Uh, <laughs> next, we have a video package for the next superstar to be shook up from 205 Live to Raw, Cedric Alexander. Ah, nice stuff. Yeah, ex-205 Live champion. Uh, see, with the 205 Live guys, I sometimes get a bit worried because... Um, they could just get completely lost in the shuffle, or they could become next Ali. I know Ali's got a bit he's got a bit down now due to the injury and all that kind of stuff since yeah, then. But he I, was in I, a high I profile position. He's he's still in a, a predominant position within SmackDown Live. It's just He's just not when he first came in he was main event. Yeah. And now he's mid card. And I think it's all to do with that injury that he had. Yeah. But I think I do like Cedric Alexander, and he has, the lumbar trek as a finisher has been heavily, heavily protected, which you don't see a lot, and I quite like that. But you know, how the hell is he going to hit lumbar trek on Braun Strowman? <laughs> well, it, he's not going to be able to hit that on Braun Strowman. No, he's going he's to have to, you know, maybe. maybe he just avoids Braun Strowman yeah, completely. Yeah, just leave, just leave him, Cedric. Walk away. Um, yeah. Be next friends we... with the uh, the man with big hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right next, we've got a match. It is the Intercontinental Champion Finn Balor taking on the next person to come across from the shakeup. It is Andrade with Selena Vega. Yes, it is. And they have a, are great. a pretty class match, I thought. Yeah, great match. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, should we talk about that now? No, we'll talk about that later. Uh, yeah, really enjoyed this. Um, what I also really enjoyed is Andrade properly being a heel in this match. Like, yeah. He used Zelina Vega as the shield, which... Not the group, the shield, as a human shield. Um, now, <laughs> we haven't actually seen him do it in a while, unless I am mistaken. But I feel like... 
on SmackDown, he was more, wow, look at me, I'm a great wrestler. But yeah. now I quite like that his character has come back again since he's come this one night on Raw. He is a heel again. He is kind of cowardly to get the win. Yeah, I think I think that's his whole run in SmackDown has benefited him greatly because he has just been having these constant great matches. Yeah. And now he can he's now he's on Raw. He can fully get into character. And uh-huh. everyone knows who he is. Yeah, it's it has done well for him. But the, his run on SmackDown has been really interesting because he had the great stuff with Ray. That was the pinnacle for him on SmackDown. But he's had great matches with everyone that he's been in the ring with, whether it be like Brian or AJ or whoever it may be. Um, but the thing I've always said about him on SmackDown is, yeah, this is great, but why should I care? And I feel like we're going to get the why should I care now. Yeah. I mean, and he Raw... does pick up the win here as well. Raw benefits from that more than SmackDown, I think. Yeah. Because uh, SmackDown is is usually about great matches, whereas Raw, you need a bit more. Yeah, and and speaking of a bit more... It's time to walk over Lewis. Walk over Lewis, yes. He's out on Raw, and he's very upset that The Undertaker interrupted him last week, as you would be, because it was very, very rude. But he says now he's here in Canada, and the energy is amazing. And the energy would be felt in that arena a lot more if Canadian sports teams weren't so bloody bad. Am I right, Canada? (laughs) And the crowd just kill. Just, they're, they're out to kill. That's yeah, what, they weren't uh, very happy that he no. he said their sports teams were bad. No, they um, booed for about two minutes, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Elias says he's going to sing his song anyway, but before he sings his song, he says, if anyone dares interrupt me, I'll make sure that they will never be able to show their face again. Rey Mysterio has been drafted <laughs> from SmackDown to Raw. Uh, yeah, Rey Mysterio, he comes across, he does some flippy stuff, nearly doesn't do a flippy thing, but he saves it in the end, sends Elias pack in, stands tall. But oh no, wait, out comes Lars Sullivan, who continues his legend killer gimmick, and he <laughs> attacks Rey. What do you think of this? Well, Rey Mysterio, firstly, on Raw, again. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure what I think about this just yet. Yeah. At the moment, I'm I'm like, well, it's Rey Mysterio. He doesn't. He's not. It's, it, it can't. It can't be bad. <laughs> yeah. See, the thing is, though, it's like I don't see Rey being any in a in a like high profile position at this point, or even in high profile stories. Yeah. I feel the only reason they pulled him across is maybe to do some more stuff with Andrade. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But, um, but I, mean, I feel hey, he'd be doing the same stuff anywhere. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He's Rey Mysterio. So he's going to benefit Raw, I think. So, at the end of the day... Yeah? Yeah, <laughs> and I, I think this was just a gift for Michael Cole, because Michael Cole got to say, the biggest little man in WWE history, which uh, he hasn't been able to say in quite some no, time. No, no. But, but yeah. Vince went, Michael... Who do you want to come over to Raw? Well, I want Rey Mysterio. You got it! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, 
I'm I'm fine with this. I mean, Lars Sullivan as well, uh, who is <clears throat> not on Raw. No, um, he's not. He's he's carrying on being a big guy who does big things, and he does a diving headbutt, which I still don't agree with. I just think he didn't do it. No, no, no. He, he didn't, didn't do, do it. It might be gone. Did the freak accident? Yes, which I agree with. Well done. Um, yeah. Moving on. Uh, Chad Gable, Bobby Roode are in the ring. They say they want some competition. The Usos are here. Yes. Well, hey. Well, this was predictable. Yeah, everyone and their mother saw this one coming, but that's because it was the right decision to make. Raw desperately needs a half decent tag team, and this these guys are possibly the best in WWE right now. So, yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. I mean, at the moment, you've got on SmackDown, you've got the Hardy Boys tag team champions. Yeah. And uh, you've got a good mixture of tag teams down there. So, bringing the Uso. I mean, we've had constant the Usos versus the New Day. Yeah. So, uh, maybe keep, keep the distance. <laughs> but <laughs> you see, the-, the thing is, they brought over one team from what is I was it, looking is, at. Is it one team out of the whole division? Right, so no, from, no, and and the and the Viking experience. They've got the Viking experience, <laughs> and if they keep Black and Ricochet as a team, they've got that. You can build a tag division off those three. Yeah, definitely. Those and are you've great. Still got, you've still got the revival. Yeah, for now. Still, for now, you know. So, so you know, it's it's looking like the tag it team division's be, on and up. It might be all right. You've still got. Hawkins and Ryder, obviously the tag champs, but a team you have no longer got is the people in this match. Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Chad Gable has been drafted to SmackDown off screen. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I f- we'll get we'll get into that later because um, we'll get we'll go through each show, and at the end of each show, I'll. I've got a list of who got drafted everywhere and we'll yeah. talk about that more there. But yeah, this match yeah. itself was actually a quite good match. I really enjoyed it and obviously the Usos pick up the win. Yeah, yeah, because they are the Usos and they're going to do big things wherever they are. Yeah, Give them the titles tomorrow. Um, <laughs> moment of bliss now with Sami Zayn. I think this was the highlight of Raw for me. Um, yeah. Sami Zayn comes out, the crowd sing his song, he just basks uh, in the uh, singing. Uh, uh, four times. Yeah, the crowd sing his song again, and again, and again. <laughs> Sami says some French stuff, which the crowd eat up, and then Sami goes, ole, 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 and the crowd love that as well. Sami says, I love Montreal, I went to this place in Montreal, and the crowd go, yay, and I went to this place as well, the crowd go, yay, and he goes, the only thing wrong with the Montreal is the people. And the crowd oh. no, you've turned on us, Sammy. Why, Sammy? How could you turn on us? And he goes, the people are awful. They're so bad, I left and now live in sunny Orlando, Florida. <laughs> yeah, this was the best moment of bliss ever. It was all great. Sammy Zayn he also, it, did he, wonderful. He, he, he did some heelish work on... Uh, on- Alexa Bliss as well. Alexa Bliss was insulted by Sami Zayn. Alexa Bliss, babyface, is strange. I don't know if I like it. 
Well, is she face though? I mean, she was here. She was here, but usually she she you know takes a dig at the crowd. Yeah, and she was not for some strange reason for Sami Zayn. She is not living her gimmick as world's horniest woman. <sighs> well, maybe it's because of his color hair. Are you saying that Alexa Bliss doesn't like gingers? Well, I, I'm not saying that, no, but, you know, Truly maybe what? I am. I'm going to tell Robin. Uh, I'm sorry, Robin, but this is Alexa Bliss we're talking about. Yeah, well, yeah, I did not like Bliss in this, but Sammy was great. Yes. I, this, I'm, I love this heel turn was, version was, of him. It was magic. Yeah, everything, everything that's coming out of his mouth for the past two weeks has been magic. Yeah. And everyone I love, hates him. I love that it's completely different to his last heel turn as well, when he was just really annoying. Now it's like he has done the Daniel Bryan heel turn that I love. Good yeah. stuff. Uh, moving on, we got the Iconics. Iconic. The Women's Tag Team Champions. Uh, we cut to a backstage segment that was on WWE.com, oh. where Bailey is phoning up Sasha Banks, but she's not answering her phone. That was basically it. The Iconics take the mick out of her a little bit. Uh, out comes Bailey uh, for the tag match. And her tag team partner is Naomi, who has been dr- brought over from SmackDown. It makes sense. Her husband is now on Raw. Keep them together. That's nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. But Naomi on SmackDown, which is good because we'll see later on, Raw's women division has shrunk massively. Yeah. Well, once we get a general picture... Uh, Raw's women's division is uh, it has been poached. Yeah, it has. Uh, the tag match itself was okay. Uh, Naomi picks up the win for her team, which is what you would expect. Yeah. These two won't be a team though ever again. No, I uh, no because of what happens on SmackDown, which we'll get to later. See, this is such a weird way of reviewing this. It's like, well, this is good and this is good, but we can't talk about that yet because we haven't got there. But we will get there. Stick with us, everyone. Stick with yeah, us. Stick with us. Up next is EC3 versus Braun Strowman. Now, did EC3 cut a promo here or not? N- no, no. He he did have a full entrance this time, though. Yes. Well, no. He got to do the EC3 thing when he points at the screen and then there was the buzzard puppet. Yeah, which I, I've got something to say about this because I actually really like this week's one. <laughs> actually, we, we'll talk about that in a bit because that's not for another... a couple of segments. Well, we'll get there, we'll get there. Okay. Uh, EC3 versus Braun, though. In a way... I think this is good for both men. <laughs> really? Because EC3 <laughs> got murdered. Got he absolutely destroyed. I don't think the match even started. Braun just rips him apart, throws him into the Tron, and then they just. Was it a choke slam through the floor? Yeah. Uh, and then he breaks through the floor. Yeah. He got destroyed. Braun looked incredible. The reaction Braun got from this. I feel he has finally got back to the position that he was at when he turned heel. Yeah. He's taken a while to get back to that popularity, but I think he is finally there. Great I mean, the, stuff for Braun. The the unfortunate 
uh, outcome of all this is that EC is there any hope for EC3? I think there is because I think this will actually be a good thing for EC3. Yeah, I think next week you can come out and be like, "Look, I got killed last week, and for that reason, I'm going to change things up." For example, I'm going to start talking because that's what I'm really good at. <laughs> and maybe they'll put in with Drake Maverick, so I can have some Drake Maverick news. Well, but maybe yeah, so. I do think, and I may be absolutely wrong, as I am most of the time. But in the long run, we'll look back at this and say, yeah, that was actually quite good because it was a turning point for EC3 because he is really good, but he has been given exactly zero chances to shine. Yeah, I mean, I think his, his, his highlight of his main roster career has been him rolling up Dean Ambrose. Yeah, like that match was alright as well, but then Dean got his win back the next week, and by the time we already knew Dean was leaving. So it's like... It was really weird, but I, I, there's hope for EC3, I think. Hopefully. Um, yeah, just hopefully. <laughs> because, <laughs> because it is quite sad. Yeah. It, just everyone is looking upon this like, oh dear. I do feel, though, this is a little bit to do with the fact that he was called up too early from NXT. He was not able to show what he could fully do. Yeah. So I mean... I'd- yeah, yeah. Well, right. Let's carry on. Let's not be sad about EC3 forever. Cause it's time for the man, Becky Lynch. Yeah. In a match against Ruby Riot. Now this match actually lasts a lot longer than most Ruby Riot matches do. Obviously, Becky Lynch picks up the win still, but the match was all right in itself. Uh, there was not much to talk about for the match itself. After the match, though, Natalia comes out. A uh, very respectful promo between Natalia and Becky Lynch. Uh, something strange though. Natalia says she just wants the Raw women's title, doesn't care about the other one. Uh, Out comes Lacey Evans, there's a match between Lacey Evans and Talia. Lacey Evans wins. That match I thought was actually better than the Becky Ruby Riot match. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Lacey Evans did destroy Natalia. Yeah, uh, Lacey Evans looked good though, I thought. Well, yeah, yeah. Which uh, I think did its job. (laughs) Yeah. um, I know we've just covered a hell of a lot of stuff there. Let's start from the start. Becky versus Ruby, what do you think of that? Uh, That was fine. We will soon see that this is probably the last. We'll see of the right the the right squad as as we know it. Yeah, unless it carries on just a gruesome twosome. Um, yeah, <laughs> overall I, this was okay, but the highlight for me was actually the Lacey Lacey Evans in the match against Natalia. Well, she, yeah, I mean Lacey Evans actually got some talking in this week. Yeah, which is good. I, um, it's good to see that they're behind her in a way that they definitely aren't for EC3 or Heavy Machinery or Nikki Cross or anyone else who got called up during that one big call-up. Yeah, she's the only person who they've actually showed any interest in. It's... I don't I don't get it. I really, really don't. Because Nikki Cross is amazing, as is EC3, as is Heavy Machinery, as is Lacey Evans, but he's... Why are you wasting these people? I don't know. I mean, especially Nikki Cross. I hope Nikki Cross is actually put somewhere this coming week. It's like in the original um, one where they split up the brands for the second time and everyone's getting drafted everywhere and they just forgot about Heath Slater. I know it's a thing at the end where he's just in the locker room by himself. Nikki Cross is the new Heath Slater. 
Oh no. Let's move on before we cry. Uh, Now is the Bray promo. Uh, There's a doll's house, there's a weird rocking horse, and then there's a doll that looks scary like Paige that starts laughing. Uh, This promo was actually really creepy. Really scary. Yeah. Um, I was actually... I actually did get a bit creeped out by this. Yeah, this did the job perfectly that the buzzard puppet did not do. It's... Did really well. Really like this. This actually got me hyped for his return. I don't know how this is going to play into his wrestling character, but this video here was a million times better than the buzzard puppet we've been seeing for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, how different are we actually thinking that Bray Wyatt is actually going to be? I'm hoping very. I'm thinking not very. You think he'll be exactly the same? Yeah. Like, how... From these videos, how is he going to be different? I don't know. I don't... I, I, it, it looks like the same character. Yeah. Which never worked. Well, it, it, it did until he's, he just used to cut the same promo in the ring every week See, I, I've said this before Bray, Bray Wyatt never worked for me ever never was a huge fan uh, but this, Bray. this video got me excited which is good because I have been a Bray hater Sorry, Bray. a Bray, Bray, Bray hater Bray, can't wait for the Bray Wyatt experience coming to Monday Night oh. Raw oh, oh, it's going to be the creepy experience the creepy <laughs> experience <laughs> main event time uh, it's a six-man tag. Uh, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and... I've written down Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Bobby Lashley on this. It's not. It's Drew McIntyre, not- Bobby Lashley, and Baron Corbin, the yes. Big Lads 2.0, taking on the Universal Champion, Seth Rollins, the Big Dog, Roman Reigns, and a mystery partner. Mystery. Oh. Who could it be? That's right. It's the phenomenal experience... AJ Styles has been drafted to Raw. Great stuff. This yeah. was what we, we've been saying for weeks. Yeah. Uh, he has and... done everything he possibly could on SmackDown. Um, unfortunately, the Intercontinental title has now gone to SmackDown as soon as he's left. But let's, let's ignore that for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. AJ on Raw is best for business. It is great. And it looks like they might be slightly, ever so slightly teasing Seth versus AJ, which I will buy a million times. Thank you, please. Thanks. Yes, please. I re- I'm really excited for this match, even though there's there's, there's been nothing of it. Um, it's they're finally on the same brand. Yeah, that it's they've finally shared a it ring. Ha- it has to happen. Yeah, they they're teasing it a little bit. There was a little. It was a shot, and AJ wasn't even looking at the title, but it was just a shot of the two of them together. And I was like, they'll use that in the video package one day. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is great stuff. I mean, AJ has, uh, has been uh, so been some of the highlights of SmackDown. Well, the SmackDown um, Live is the house that AJ Styles built. Well, he's going to make the Red, red Brand. A, uh, he's going to rebuild this house. Yeah, um... I was going to say something then, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, the match itself, all right. 
Typical six-man stuff, mainly focusing on, look at AJ, isn't he the yeah, best? Styles was exactly the hot tag, wasn't he? Styles was the hot tag of this match, uh-huh. and the crowd went, were, were behind him. Yeah, everyone loves AJ Styles, because he is the best. He's the, he's phenomenal. He's just phenomenal. Well, just phenomenal, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Liked it a lot. Um, James, what we're going to do now, before we go into SmackDown, is I've got the list here of everyone who was drafted to Raw on or off screen. Uh, if you could give me a one-noise response to how you feel to each of these people being on Raw. Okay? Okay. Here we go. AJ Styles. Hey! The Miz. Yay! Ricochet. Wahey! Alistair Black. Wahey! Eric. Oh, th- this is the Viking experience. Yay! Evil! Yay! Andrade! Yeah! Zelina Vega! Yeah! yeah. Rey Mysterio! Uh, yay! The Usos! Oh, yeah! Naomi! Uh, y- yay! EC3! Lacey Evans. Yeah. Cedric. Oh, Alex- no, no, hang on. <laughs> Georgie Lacey Evans again. I'll do Lacey Evans again. Let's We're not editing that out. Lacey Evans. Yay. Cedric Alexander. Yay. And off screen, Eric Young. Shit. Another Eric. Another, there's two Eric's. How two Eric's. What if they shorten his name? <laughs> Eric. We could, we could have Eric versus Eric. <laughs> and then Eric Rowan, if he gets his name back, the triple threat, the team of Eric's. <laughs> so, what has Vince got for Eric's? He, he must. I don't know. Do you think it's because of Eric Bischoff? He's he's trying to embarrass him by calling everyone Eric. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get Bischoff. I'll show him. (laughs) You're Eric. Reigniting a... a, a Well, you know, you know, back in the day, there was the Million Dollar Man and Virgil. And Virgil was the manslave to the Million Dollar Man. Yeah. Well, Virgil was called Virgil because Dusty Rhodes' real name was Virgil. And at the time, Dusty Rhodes was, like, in the... Was it the AWA? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so he was the big rival for Vince McMahon. So they took the mick out of him by calling Virgil Virgil. (laughs) And then when Virgil went to WCW... They changed his name from Virgil to Vincent. Oh, wow. <laughs> so maybe all these Eric's are a long-term ploy to get to Eric Bischoff. Oh, dear. Anyway, that's enough about Virgil. The Virgil documentary. Uh, and, and Eric, hopefully. And Eric. Uh, I don't think there is any Eric on SmackDown. So let's get into SmackDown. The uh, SmackDown Live! The KO Show featuring WWE Champion Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. As I said before, no Big E due to injury. But we do establish 
Big O, Kevin Owens, <laughs> joins the New Day for one night only. Uh, he does the hip swivel. He wears the tank top thing. Uh, this was... The opening was very simple, very straightforward. Not much in, like, big blockbuster stuff, but it was but so much fun. They're in, they're in Montreal. Canada love Kevin Owens. They do, they do. hot. Yeah. Hot stuff. Wow, it's so hot. <laughs> yeah, and obviously they're hot for the new day always. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I really enjoyed this. I thought this was really, really good. It's just we'll, we'll talk about it more later, but it, it's quite possibly some of the funniest stuff I've seen in a long time. <laughs> KO is just naturally funny, as are Kofi and It's, it's completely uh, bizarre seeing Kevin Owens as a face. And I think Owens' family were there, and I imagine Kevin Owens' kid loved this. <laughs> he did some, some hip dancing. Yeah. He did, it's just... Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll right. see more coming, coming next, but... Uh... Yeah, let's let's move on to the first match of SmackDown Live and the first acquisition for SmackDown Live from Monday Night Raw, the Intercontinental Champion, Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Oh, yeah. I mean, he did make a tease on Raw wearing those blue trunks. He did. I kind of, like, when I was watching Raw, I kind of thought, oh, that's a subtle tease, that. He's definitely not going to SmackDown. Yeah, now... What we see something weird has happened here, and it may or may not be weird. We don't we don't know. But the thing is, as of right now, SmackDown has the WWE Intercontinental and US title, whereas Raw has the Universal title, and that's it for men's single titles. Yeah. Um, although we can interject uh, some news from Big Old Dave, you know, yeah. big big Davey melts in your mouth. Yeah. Who has who has said that uh, Samoa Joe was actually scheduled to be on Raw, and he's actually moved to Raw um, with his US cha- uh, championship, but he was ill. You see, so but the thing is, on paid. none of the stuff does he say that he's moved. No WWE official thing has said it's just Dave Meltzer who's saying that. Yeah, yeah. Which we, we we've just got to believe him, haven't we? Well, also, just believe everything that Dave Meltzer says. He's the, the Holy Grail. Of wrestling <laughs> news. The thing is, though, on Sunday, this Sunday, there is a network special, the Shield Final Stand thing that they were advertising on Raw. Yeah, where all three members of the Shield be together for the last time, all that kind of stuff. But also advertised is Finn Balor defending the Intercontinental Title. Now, I personally think we may see someone like Andrade. Take it from him. Oh wait, wait. Hang on. Is this a is this a whole show? I think it's a house show. Oh wow. I think I'm, I'm sure I heard somewhere that Finn Balor is defending the title. I'm, I think it's just a house show that they 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 going live on. I will I will Google for confirmation. It's called Shield Last Stand, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shield Last Stand. Because I thought it was just like, oh, it's going to be like 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 some kind of uh, like uh, 
a compilation of backstage stuff uh, and their matches through the years. And but no, um, Shield File Chapter is an upcoming pro wrestling show and WWE Network event from uh, Illinois. Uh, <laughs> just, just from Illinois. Yeah, <laughs> Illinois. And there are two matches confirmed as of right now. Finn Balor versus to be announced for the Intercontinental title. And the main event is the Shield versus to be announced. Well, well. So this Sunday. There you go. So it's a proper full thing. It might just be like an hour long thing or whatever. But yeah. Um, I... See, I don't know, because part of me thinks, oh yeah, Joe will go across next Raw or whatever. Another part of me is like, you know what? It's like, on Raw we established Andrade, he pinned Finn. Give him the Intercontinental title, he's good enough. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that was just because he was, Finn Balor was actually moving to SmackDown. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But, um, I mean, I don't... Seeing the stuff they've done, apart from the Joe stuff, the US title hasn't had a good run this year. No, it's had a very, very it hasn't had so, a good run in quite some time. So having two of, having another title of the same vein, is probably not a good idea. <laughs> yes. Um, on War itself, though, uh, Bala has a match against Mustafa Ali, which was a great match. I yes. really enjoyed this, and there was a great show of respect at the end with a handshake. Yeah, love this. Love seeing these two go at it. Um, what do you think of Finn Balor on SmackDown Live? I love it. I think um, the Intercontinental, Intercontinental title... The, 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 shut your it. mouth! <laughs> I Yeah, I think the IC title is great on SmackDown. I, I've always preferred it. I know it sounds stupid and I have no reasons for it, but I always prefer it when the Intercontinental title is on SmackDown and the, the US title is on Raw. I don't know why. Yeah. But I do. And yeah, it's it's good stuff. I like it a lot. Anything else to say about good old Finn Balor? Uh, I'm, I'm happy he's on SmackDown. I think it's very long due. And mm-hmm. uh, those those matches I want to see him have mm-hmm. on that brand. Well, you know, James, a personal dream of mine is to see Elias one day hold the Intercontinental title. And when this happened, I thought, oh no, my dream is slipping away. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, next is Carmella versus Charlotte Flair. This is Charlotte Flair's first appearance since WrestleMania. Uh, doesn't cut a promo or anything, just has the match. And I actually quite enjoyed this match. We've seen these two go at it a couple times, even on pay-per-view. And you know what? Carmella, even though she lost, I thought looked great in this match. Now, it's not only just because Charlotte is amazing can make anyone look great. Carmella is masculine underrated. We've said this a few times well, before. Well, she's the first ever wrestler of the week on this show. She certainly is the first ever wrestler of the week. Yeah, I, I like this. It wasn't a great match, but it was an okay match, and both people looked really good by the end of it. Yeah, and uh, of course, by the end of it, um, after Charlotte picked up the win with a figure eight, mm-hmm. we, uh, we hear... The uh, the, the, scream. the death the scream of Lars Sullivan. 
Yeah. Um, out comes Lars Sullivan, and he attacks R-Truth, meaning that R-Truth is a WWE legend, because that's the only ones he's going after at the minute. R-Truth actually got some offence here. Yeah, is that the most offence anyone's got on Lars? I think it is, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, oh, I'm gone. But see, the thing is, Truth does this quite a bit, because last week when Joe came out and attacked Truth, Truth got a weirdly strange amount of offence. He's got it in his contract somewhere. No matter who tries to attack him, he's got to get a bit of offence in. Before getting killed. Yeah. It can't be a complete squash, it just has to be yeah. a bit of one. Get a few punches in there, you know, the Shadow Max stiff shots. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's, this establishes that he is on SmackDown. Yes, he is, yeah. Because um, on Raw, they said, Lars Sullivan's on Raw, and he wasn't. Uh, Oh, this is something... We're going to have to go back to this, because I really hated the commentary on Raw this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. It was absolute crap. Yeah, and they was like, at the start, when Ricochet and Black come out, Michael Cole was like, oh my god, does this mean Ricochet and Alistair Black are on Raw? It's It's like like the first time they've bloody been on there. It's it's like, like, they've been here for months. And also, no it doesn't, they could go to Smackdown tomorrow. (laughs) Smackdown hasn't been on yet. It's just like, does this mean, oh my god, (laughs) What? The Miz is on Raw? I don't believe it! Oh my god. Oh, which, um, Corey had to, had to correct Michael Cole many times saying, no, no, he could, he could, he could just be on SmackDown. <laughs> of which they weren't. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very strange because, like, you'd have, uh, Michael Cole say, does this mean they're on Raw? Like, thinking, his mindset was, well, they're here tonight, which means they can't be on SmackDown. But in the next segment, he'd go, this might be the last time you see this person on Raw. So he knew that they could be on both shows in the same way. Yeah. Michael Cole confused me sometimes, but I'm still Michael Cole's number one fan. Well, well, well. this week, the commentary team on SmackDown was... was it, I mean, it, it, it was the better of the two. It oh, is kind yeah. of constantly is the better of the two. But you see... Imagine... If Mauro Ronaldo and Nigel were on any of these shows... Well, Nigel has given us a wave, hasn't he? Nigel did give us a wave that one time. But you see, Nigel is incredible, as is Mauro, and Percy's alright too. But that NXT commentary table is immensely talented. Yes, it is, yeah. Yeah, it's gold. It's the best. Mauro is incredible... And Nigel just, he's quite soft in his voice. He shouts a little bit sometimes, but when he just tells you little stories about what all the moves mean, he's like, oh, Nigel, come on. Why don't you tell me a bedtime story about how the ankle lock is going to snap my ankle into a million pieces? (laughs) (laughs) Right, that's enough talking about Nigel and Marrow, who have liked and retweeted our tweets before, and we can call them friends of the show. Um, Becky Two Belts is out, and she cuts the same promo she's been cutting for two weeks. Yes, yeah, um, I mean, yeah, she's already established her feud on Raw with mm-hmm. Lacey Evans, who has gone in for that, that Raw, that big red one. The big red one, yeah. On her shoulder. It's like the Matrix, do you want the red pill or the blue pill? So it's, it's, it's now, it's now to, uh, it's now, it's now to establish who is actually gonna gun for the blue one yeah, on her now, other shoulder. Now this... This segment was a mess. 
Right, let's just run through it. Becky's cutting a promo, she gets interrupted by Ember Moon. Ember Moon is now on SmackDown. Uh, Ember Moon is then interrupted by Bailey. Bailey is now on SmackDown, got booed out of the bloody building. Out come the Iconics, who are still on SmackDown as well, but can go on NXT, Raw, or SmackDown because they're the women's tag team title holders. Out comes Paige, who is also on SmackDown, who introduces her brand new tag team of two brand new women that we've never seen before. One of the women that's never been seen before is the SmackDown. Smackdown Women's Champion, the ex-Smackdown Women's Champion, Asuka, who's never been seen on Smackdown before. She <laughs> is joined by NXT star Kairi Sane. They're the new tag team going after the Iconics tag titles. There's a brawl, and Becky kind of just watches. It's kind of, it's very funny. Um, and this leads <laughs> to a tag match. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a mess. But what this means... For the SmackDown tag team, uh, not the SmackDown tag team division, but the uh, the SmackDown women's division is is great stuff. Yeah, these women are really good, and like, Bailey. I, it's the women's division on SmackDown is stacked because yeah. you have, you have you have well Becky Lynch still on SmackDown. Yep. Um, <laughs> you have Charlotte, uh, em- uh, Charlotte Ember Moon. Yep. I mean, you you have. You have Bailey, which are hated by she, they, she's always hated by Canada for some apparent reason. It's because it's because she's very boring. Well, yeah, but every time she's been in Canada, they've hated her. Yeah, remember that time? I, I, I don't. Know, I think it was two years ago where she uh, she she got injured. Yeah, she lost the title. Yeah, and they were in Canada. Yeah, and she was saying she was going away for a bit. Yeah. And the crowd booed her out the entire building. Yeah, Canada does not like Bailey, which is maybe. I think it's just a Canada thing. <laughs> it's Canada and me. That's the problem. <laughs> right, but SmackDown Women's Division. Yeah, Becky, Charlotte, Carmella, Ember Moon, Bailey, uh, Asuka, Kyrie Sane. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just it's stacked. And there's also one more. But we'll get to that. Uh, right, there... Also, uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Yes, of course. Tag team champions. Tag title holders. Uh, there is an eight-woman tag. The team of Kyrie Sane, uh, Asuka, Ember Moon, and Bailey take on the team of the Iconics. And some other people. Some some other people. Who were, who were the Iconics teaming with? I mean, it it wasn't quite a tag team match, was it, oh, it was. Um, Who was on the Iconics team? Hang on, I'm just having a look. <laughs> oh, God, sorry. It was Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. <laughs> oh, yeah, they were in this segment as well. Yeah. Yes. Paige was like, oh, here's the tag team. And Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville came out. And they were like, no, it's not Absolution. Oh, I completely forgot that happened. Yeah. Eight woman tag. The whole point of this was to get Kyrie Sane to hit the elbow because it looks great. Yeah. Yeah and uh, yeah, um, I'm excited for all of this. I know I know the segments was a bit of a mess. We completely but, forgot uh, oh, that Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville even on SmackDown in our women's roster rundown. Uh, we do apologise. Um, we we do we are a, a, an actual endorser of Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. I'm a big Rose. fan of Sonya Deville. So uh, we're very sorry about that. Very sorry. And James but, really really likes Mandy Rose. He has a poster of her <laughs> on his wall. That's not true. <laughs> um, but overall, 
this this means great things. I mean, I I like even though it's a bit weird. The team of Asker, Carrie Zane, and Paige is weird. It's so I think strange. It could, it, I think it could be wonderful. But James, they've just put the Asians together with Paige. I know. That's racist. But, 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 yeah, that, you, well, it's not really, is it? It's it's just... Uh, you've got an experienced member of the SmackDown roster there mm-hmm. with, with, with Asuka. Yep. And... You've got the newcomer, Kyrie Sane. Do you they think it should have been the, the Sky same Pirates? Language? It's common. No, because I think Io Shirai has still got stuff to do in NXT, and I think she's gunning for that NXT women's title. Okay, okay, all right. Um, what I'm really looking forward to is Becky losing one of those titles. Yeah, it's going to happen. Uh, it could happen. Uh, as soon as Money in the Bank. Well, you see, maybe not Lacey Evans, but whoever gets the briefcase might do it. Yeah. Because at this point, Becky Lynch has become a little boring. Oh, Reese. But she's she comes out and she goes, Hello, I'm Becky Two Belts, Ronnie, you little weirdo. And that's it. I know. I know. She needs to do more. And this, she needs to do some wrestling matches. Look, she's still on SmackDown. She's still a SmackDown superstar. So as soon as she loses that Raw title, she is in this amazing women's roster that we've just discussed there. Yeah. Who's on Raw? <laughs> well, Lacey Evans, <laughs> Natalia, Naomi. Sasha Banks. Uh, yeah. Free. Uh, and Dana Brooke. Um, Dana Brooke, of course, Dana Brooke. Good. Crunching the numbers, yeah, and um, and yeah, and well, technically the Iconics. Oh no, they're are, SmackDown. Well, they are SmackDown, but they will be appearing on Raw. I'm gonna, I'm doing a Google. Uh, Nia Jackson's Amina, but Nia Jax is injured. Um, I'm on a Wikipedia page now. One second. I know, I know it's it. It doesn't look very good. Right, Raw female wrestlers. Ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Actually, uh, no, give me the number first. <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. There's 13, but I would argue it was actually 12. Oh. Actually, well. maybe even 11. Go on, read them out. Alexa Bliss. Yeah, that's good. Alicia Fox. Yeah. Dana Brooke. Oh dear. Lacey Evans. Yeah, yeah. Naomi. Naomi's yeah. good. Yeah, she's, she's... I mean, she has been lost in the shuffle in, in SmackDown due to the the big storyline of Charlotte and yeah. Becky. Naomi's good. Naomi's good. Uh, Natalia. Uh, yeah. Nia Jax. Is injured. Yeah. Um, Wikipedia lists Ronda Rousey. I mean, they they've actually put Ronda Rousey on you know the new Raw. Um, well, she put on like, Twitter lineup. that she's going on the impregnation vacation. Well, yeah, I don't think we'll be seeing her for a while. Ruby Riot. Yeah, Sarah yeah. Logan. I don't know what's going to happen to Sarah Logan. Sasha Banks. We, we <laughs> she's disappeared. Uh, Tamina. We're probably not going to see her. And Zelina Vega. 
who is the manager for Andrade. Out of all those women, who can be champion? Sasha Banks. Alexa Bliss. So we're going to just see Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss again? Well, uh, why not see Sasha Banks ever again? Well, yeah. I mean, you have Naomi there as well. Yeah, it's not actually... look. It's not. It's not looking good, really, is it? No. Compared to SmackDowns, who have uh, Kyrie Sane, Ember Moon, Asuka Bailey, uh, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, uh, the Iconics, who will Charlotte, be on Charlotte, Becky, Becky. and one more that we'll get to later. Uh, let's move on, though. There's a six-man tag. Oh, it's the uh, New Day versus Nakamachka and Cesaro. But the New Day now has Big O instead of uh, Big E. Yeah. The New Day pick up the win here, and they have a little dance party in the middle of the ring. Fun match. Uh, did exactly what you'd expect it to be. Uh, quick shout-out to the amazing Shinsuke Nakamura German suplex slide from the ropes to the outside. Well, he's just great, isn't he? Did you he? see that? Yes, I did. What on earth was that? <laughs> I don't know. It was amazing. It looked good. It looked good. <laughs> How did this man not get over? I don't understand. Well, he was over, wasn't he? He was over, and then and then things didn't happen. Yeah, that was the... He became US champion, and then he disappeared. Yes. That was the problem. I feel the United States and Nakamachka could have been huge if they actually decided to do it. I mean, I mean, both of them, I think both of them, it's definitely the right decision for both of them to stay on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, you don't want Shinsuke on Raw. No, no, because that would be bad. Yeah. He would get lost in that three hour show. Uh, yeah, anything you want to add to this? It was just fun. Yeah, it was good. It was um, it was a fun match. Um, and Kevin Owens doing the intro. Yes, that was very good. I forgot that happened, but yeah, that was great. I I, I it's I laughed. I actually la- uh, genuinely had had a bit of a chuckle, <laughs> which is like the first time in quite a while. Um, well, for for WWE TV anyway. Yeah, yeah, like this, like this a lot. Let's move on though to the main event on SmackDown Live, which is uh, Vince McMahon. It's yeah. been teased on Twitter and WWE.com and all this other stuff that Mr. McMahon would come to SmackDown to show off the biggest acquisition in all of SmackDown Live history. Yes. So out he comes. And he says that this man is not just the future of SmackDown Live, but he is the future of the WWE. And how couldn't he be? He's tough. He's talented. He's got charisma. It's time to walk with a Lewis on SmackDown Live. Baris. It's just Elias, isn't it? Elias... Is on SmackDown Live and he has Vince McMahon's backing as the biggest star and the biggest <laughs> guest for SmackDown Live. Elias sings us all a song and SmackDown Smack- Live goes off. SmackDown the air. will become the temple of Elias. Yes, he does. 
And that's how SmackDown ends, with Elias being the biggest star. No, that's that's not what happens, because uh, as, with the usual fashion, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Elias <laughs> says that he's going to take over the reins of uh, this uh, of SmackDown Live. Oh, I didn't Live. even notice that. And uh, <laughs> out comes the big dog, Roman Reigns, on SmackDown Live. Yeah, uh, Roman... For the first time he's on SmackDown, he hits um, Vince McMahon with a Superman punch, then spears Elias and stands tall at the end of the show. Yeah, good, good, strong pick at the end there. And you could, this was the guy I was talking about before, who's like, yeah, SmackDown's now the A show when it goes to Fox. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I think it's, overall it's a really good decision. Because, yeah, Elias on SmackDown is going to be great. Uh, well, one, Elias. And two, I think Roman Reigns... I think it's been long overdue for him to have a shake-up. You see, I was really thinking that at SummerSlam we were going to get Seth versus Roman. Yeah, Obviously, I think... now we're I th- not. I, I think they they have wanted to split the two up because I think they want to keep Seth as a face and they want to yeah. keep Roman. Um, so, on that point as well, I'm really glad that Seth and Finn... And now one two separate bands because they're very similar. Yeah. So I'm glad and, that they're on separate. And bands. also, rest in peace the the constant Finn Balor, Baron Corbin, oh my Bobby God. Lashley. They've matches. been separated. How they, will they, they survive? They won't survive without Finn Balor. Oh no. Um. On a real note, I'm quite scared for Elias. Well, he's made a big enemy. Yeah, not necessarily. He's, a, he's allied with the devil here. Yeah. Well, in a way, whenever you side with Vince McMahon, Championship Gold is not that far behind you, which is always good. But on a three hour show, Elias gets to have quite a big segment every week. Will he be able to do that on the on the smaller show? Also, SmackDown's the wrestling show. And even though Elias is good in the ring, well, his his thing is more character based and I I worry for him. If anyone can do it, it's the universal truth. <laughs> that WWE stands for... Walk of Elias. Or, or Walter with Elias. Um, no! Wither with Elias. <laughs> no! Um, Not Walter. Well, I, I actually think this is a really good, big, really good thing for Elias, because I think SmackDown will allow him to actually have some wrestling matches. Yeah. Uh, which Elias... Has not had many. Also, him being put in that position as Vince's guy in the main event of SmackDown is great for him. It shows that the company actually yeah. really do care about him quite a bit. I mean, SmackDown's roster looks really good. You see, it's weird because I think that Raw won the shakeup. Yeah, but overall. S- but SmackDown's roster is incredible. Yeah. You have the main the main event picture, uh, well, the picture as a whole. You've got Daniel Bryan. Hopefully, he does come back. Yeah. You've got Roman Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> you have Elias. Yeah. Kofi Kingston. Kofi Co- Kingston. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Finn Balor. It's, uh, it's just just some nice stuff. Just looking at the, uh, I mean, a good idea. 
is to have a look at the uh, the show section on WWE.com. Well, I'm on, I'm on Wikipedia. Front... Oh, you're on Wikipedia? Yeah. Because in the front, their front picture for SmackDown Live is Amber Moon, Roman yeah. Reigns, yeah. Kofi Kingston, yeah. Becky Lynch, yeah. Daniel Bryan and yeah. Charlotte Flair. That's quite the few people to have there. Yes. And uh, on Raw, you have Ronda Rousey, who is, is gone. gone. Yeah. <laughs> you have The Miz, which is good. Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss. You know, both shows have got really good rosters now, and they're quite evenly balanced. It's yeah. nice. I mean, one, I think, they're much more balanced than last year. Because yeah. Raw was completely poached. Yeah. Um... And s- but this year, somehow, um, even though Raw's took a lot more talent... Turn your phone off, man! Uh, I do apologise. Um, <laughs> it's an inco- incoming message from the Lord Almighty! Elias? Um, Elias. Um, even though Raw's took a lot more talent this time, yeah. uh, SmackDown has, uh, has, has not looks unfazed. No, no, it looks it looks good. It looks good. Um let me run down the roster for you and once again you make your weird little noises. Mm. Uh Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, here are the people acquired by SmackDown. You ready? Yeah. Roman Reigns. Yeah. Finn Balor. Yeah. Elias. Oh, I'm supposed to be making the noises. I yes. Restart. Sorry. God damn. This is what we do. <laughs> right. right. Restart. Ready? Just uh, rewind. You ready now? We're, I'm ready now. Okay. Roman Reigns. Hey! Finn Balor. Hey! Elias. Yeah! Ember Moon. Yeah! Kyrie Sane. Woohoo! Lars Sullivan. Yay! Buddy Murphy. Yes! Liv Morgan. Oh no, we we need to talk about Liv Morgan. Well, How we, do you feel about this? I think this is great. Either it either means something really bad or it either means that Liv Morgan is possibly going to have a little bit of a push. I would love that. Well, it, it's not a good sign that she was announced not on the main show, but soon we're going to have Liv Morgan's personal entrance music and maybe some Liv Morgan merchandise. And yeah, I, I like this. I'm a, As you know, I'm a fan of Liv Morgan. I look forward to seeing what she does. Anyway, uh, let's carry on. Uh, Chad Gable. Thank God. Apollo Crews. I'm sorry, Apollo, I just don't care. Mickey James. Uh, yay. And Heavy Machinery. Yeah, they finally have a roster. Yeah, so... It's good stuff. I think the brands... Though, Superstar Shakeout did a really good job of balancing out the rosters and giving us a lot of potential matchups that we've never seen before. Like AJ yeah. versus most of the Raw roster and Roman versus most of the SmackDown roster. Because... I mean, uh, well, well, we'll go on to, uh, to to Raw before I talk more about anything else. Go on to what, sorry? What? what <laughs> who are the people that are going to Raw? 
We did oh, that. We, we've done roll. We've done that. Oh, Pay attention. I do apologise. God damn it, man. <laughs> right, do you want to move on to our important questions? Yes. Okay, so James, which show is better this week, Aurora Smackdown? Uh, well, that's a tricky one. I, I think Raw was more entertaining this week, mm-hmm. but Smack SmackDown w- was very close behind. I think. Yeah, uh, they were very even. Have, this it week. was a it it was a little bit of a mess with yeah. the women's segment, but overall, I enjoyed it. I enjoy I enjoyed uh, seeing the new women on that roster, mm-hmm. and I'm excited for the future. Um, Whereas, whereas, I think Raw had more entertaining segments because you had, uh, <clears throat> you had the the Styles announcement, which yeah. turned into a tag match, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you had the Viking Experience, the Viking Experience, which has got to have a thumbs up in my opinion because <laughs> it has provided hours and hours of entertainment for many around the world. It certainly <laughs> certainly has, but James. Maybe a harder question. Who's the rest of the week? You know what? I'm going to give it to Sami Zayn. Yeah, I agree. Because Sami Zayn's promos these past two weeks have been... He's on fire. Yeah. He gets people to hate him just like that. He does. He does. So there we go. We're all shook up. No? We are shook up. We're all shook up. Superstar Shake-Up is done, as is. is this podcast. You've got to be thinking, next week we'll finally start the build towards money in the bank. I'm excited. I think it's going to be some great stuff. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at IWO Podcast, for all the latest IWO Podcast stuff. Uh, James, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at ComedyJamesTE. And I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, the RCB. Let's have some good times. And we will yeah. see you next week. All I have to say now is goodbye. Ta ta.